What's good, everybody? You know, I had to come kind of hard with the theme music before I started. You know, I'm, I'm reviewing Bad Boys for Life this time. So, you know, you got you to gotta kind of come with the music kind of hard. You got to look kind of hard. You got to have that Miami kind of cool daddy, Martin Lawrence, Will Smith, Mike Lowry, Marcus Burnett look when you start getting ready to do it. But hold on. Let me vibe out for just one more second. Let me just vibe out for just one more second. Ah. Alright, that's enough of that. Let me go ahead and turn this music down. What's good, everybody? It's just approximately 6 p.m. I don't know if I'm early. I don't know if I'm late. It is what it is. I've been watching football, watching Kansas City do its thing. Let's go ahead and kill that music. What's happening, everybody? Oh, as always, excuse me. It's your boy Onyx here, Going Full Nerd. And, and you know, we start every Sunday off with the one line that I always like to say, you could be any place this Sunday, but you're here with me, and I'd like to thank you very much. So let's go ahead. Let me drop this out just a little bit, and that is we're going to go and do the typical shameless plug. So the shameless plug is please check out the podcast, which we are recording now live. That's right. We're recording it live with you here. Okay. So you can check out the podcast in its entirety. If you miss a part, got to step away, do that stuff. You don't want to get the movie spoiled a little bit and all that good stuff. Go to anchor.fm slash going full nerd, or you can check out for going full nerd on Spotify, Google podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio, or wherever you consume your favorite podcast. That's right. Whatever app you choose, I think I'm on 90% of them. Also, please make sure you hit like on this video. Do me a favor. Hit like on this video. I can count the number of you that said, hey, what's happening? So I need each and every one of you to hit the thumbs up on this video. I can see what's going on. Just because I got the shades on don't mean I'm pulling a Stevie Wonder in this piece. And that is on YouTube.com slash GoingFullNerd. Remember to hit the bell uh, so you can get notified every time I start a live stream or I upload a video. Last but not least, if you want some comic book information, please go ahead and go to GoingFullNerd. Dot com. You can get stuff on Marvel Comics, DC Comics, Valiant, news, press releases, and just a few things. And also, if you follow me on Twitter, you get the uncensored version of your boy. All right. I think, I, was that enough with the shameless plugs? I think it was. So let's go ahead and jump into what I always say, which is the top five box office domestic U.S. of the week. 
We're going to go ahead and talk about it. Got it right here. Got it right here. Number one movie of the week. Bad Boys for Life. Starring Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. That came in at number one. Brand new to the top five. Pulled in $68.1 million. Holla at your boys. Holla at the bad boys. Mm. That's something else, something else. Coming in at number two, people can't get enough of Robert Downey Jr. Mm. And he stars in Doolittle, which pulled in an even $30 million. Coming in at number two. Those are the two brand new for the week. Rounding out the top five is the war flick, World War One war flick, 1917, pulling $27 million. Coming in at number four, The Rock and Kevin Hart doing their buddy team up in Jumanji, The Next Level, pulling $12.5 million. And last but not least, rounding out the top five, remember, it is Ray, who's your granddaddy Skywalker? I spoiled it if you didn't get it. Star Wars Episode 9, The Rise of Skywalker, boom, pulling in 10.6 million, and that rounds off the top five. So, let's talk a little bit, folks. Let's get it. Now, here goes the deal, all right? We've waited a long time. Hopefully, that's not too loud on y'all, but we waited a long time for this movie, and, you know, it's kind of like, you know, like we're waiting on another Friday movie. We we hoping to see Smokey again. But we got Will Smith and Martin Lawrence in Bad Boys for Life. Now, is this truly the last Bad Boys movie? Mm. Michael Bay did not direct this movie. That That's something else right there, too. Ooh. Jerry Bruckheimer. Still producing, so you know we still got a little bit of the OG in there. But here goes the deal. Is this going to meet the expectations of the previous two movies? Maybe. Okay. I am going to warn you right now. Okay. I'm going to warn you right now. There may be some spoilers. I'm going to do my best not to drop major spoilers. I'm going to do my best. Okay. But I'm going to tell you, and this is going to be the thing. Marcus, Marcus Burnett, Martin Lawrence's character, he was not the bad boy I was expecting him to be in the movie, okay? And Mike Lowry, you remember, we all wanted to be Mike Lowry. Everybody wanted to be Mike Lowry after the first movie. Who you? I'm Mike Lowry. I'm Mike Lowry. You know, Will Smith is continuing to be Will Smith. He's going to be Will Smith. I think it's written in his contract that Will Smith got to do certain things. I mean, that's just me, right? But let's get into bad boys for life, okay? First of all, my normal movie theater, okay, it was all sold out. That, that was what I should have known, that this was going to take the top in the box off. It was all sold out. So, and, you know, just like I mentioned in this week's top five, okay, I mentioned this week's top five, you know why, 68 million dollars why bad boys for life came in number one okay so it just shows how people pretty much have waited we've waited 17 years for this sequel 17 17 years for this sequel wow now let me get back to why i mentioned i didn't go 
to my regular theater on this one, okay? It was sold out. So I said, you know what? I'm going to go to a theater I used to go to. Got the wife in the car. We driving. It was a little rainy, slowy, sleety weather. You know, but we're going to go peep out the movies. I said, okay, let's go and do this. Let's go and do this. So we went to Regal Cinemas, and they got this new thing called Screen X. All right? I was like, whoa, Screen X? Oh, this is going to be hot. We got to check this out. Now, this is what they do. It's a regular movie theater, right? But what they do is they expand the view. Okay? So they got projectors on the left and the right side of the theater so that when you're watching the movie, it kind of brings you into the action because it starts projecting parts of the movie on the left and the right. And I'm like, okay. Okay, we're going to get fully immersed in this movie. I'm like, all right, this is going to be hot fire. Well, let me tell you, okay. Movie started off, it started off, you know, your typical bad boys. Dun, 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 dun. You know, you remember that music. That music, that's what gets you hyped. You start looking and then you got Miami, you got the bridges, you got the water. I'm like, okay, okay. They got the car chase going. Yeah. This is how you start a Bad Boys for Life movie with Martin Lawrence and Will Smith, right? Man. Okay. They stopped that real quick. That side projection stuff, it got me a little dizzy at first. And I could see the appeal of it. But because the movie, just like an IMAX movie or a 3D upscale or whatever, when the movie's not made, specifically for that format you can only do certain scenes and stuff like that so the novelty of that messed basically faded real quick and the problem was it's on the right side of the theater it seemed like the projection was like half a fraction half a fraction slower than the rest of it so your boy was getting a little dizzy i was in there like okay we ready we ready. Wait a minute. We're not at my normal theater, so I can't have an adult beverage. I can't take a sip of something I want to sip on. Mm -hmm. So I'm drinking a Sprite, and I'm like, wait a minute. Mm, that's, that got me a little bit, little bit woozy. Woozy, okay. But they didn't continue on with that, so that's all good, and I could dig it. It is what it is. But, you know, if you ever get the chance to do the Screen X thing, don't. It ain't worth it. You know, unless they're talking about we made a movie specifically for that type of thing. Like when you go to amusement parks, they got movies like that, but not not the regular joints. This, this, this ain't going. I'd still rather do an IMAX or something. You know, heck, do they even still show 3D movies? Do they even do that? I don't even, I don't even remember them talking about 3D movies anymore. Anyway, it is what it is. It's all cool. I can dig it. I can dig it. Not really worth the couple of extra bucks they charge. But it was a matinee, so it ended up costing me normally what I pay for for a movie. So I'm, I'm, I'm all good with it. I'm all good with it. So now back to the movie, okay? Bad Boys for Life is pretty much everything I expected it to be. All right? I'm going to tell you. It's everything I expected it to be. It had the explosions. It had the shootouts. It had the car chases. It, it was good. It was good. It had the comedic, you know, Marcus Burnett, you know, Martin Lawrence. It had him being funny. It had my man, Mike Lowry, being the ladies' man he is, Mike Lowry. All right. But I'm going to tell you, 
All right. And I'm going to tell you, I had a couple of problems with Martin Lawrence's character. Martin Lawrence's character had me a little bit upset. Had me just a little upset. And I'm going to tell you why he had me a little upset. Number one, he wasn't quick with his snaps back to Will Smith like he was in the first two movies. I mean, that comedic way they played off of each other in Bad Boys 1 and 2, it was cool because... Martin was like real quick with it. He was like, nah, hit him with the tongue action, the the blazing fast tongue action. And it was like, it just wasn't there. He felt a little slower. He felt a little lethargic. Maybe it's because he put on some weight. I mean, the second part is, is his character went from being Marcus Burnett. I'm the family man. I'm the straight. I'm the cool, but yet funny character in the bad boy sequence to he turned into Carl Winslow. <laughs> if you remember Carl Winslow from Family Matters, you know the cop. You know my man, he was more like the donut cop off of Die Hard, played by the guy that played Carl Winslow. But anyway, you know what I'm saying? That's how that's how it felt. And if it wasn't evident in the way he started acting, it was the way his neck, it was like they put him in that jacket, that burgundy jacket, right here and they gave him a shirt that was like he like you know like I wear a 17 and a half inch neck shirt it it looked like he was trying to squeeze into like a 15 when you wear a 17 you know he was looking he was looking real blowfishes and I was like okay okay but that was part of the appeal of the movie because they were acknowledging through a lot of the movie that they getting older. Now, Will Smith's character didn't want to accept that. Okay. He didn't want to accept he was getting older. He ain't want to accept that this ain't bad boys in 1995. He, this is bad boys in 2020. His character was not feeling it at all. Not one piece, no kind of way. There was cracks. Now I give Martin Lawrence a couple, he got a couple of good jabs in there. You know, I'm one to talk because I got the frostiness. When I grow the beard, I shave before I do this. But if you go back to when I did the promo screen, you can see I got a little frosty on the chin and the um, mustache region a little bit. So I try to fix that. You know, Martin Lawrence was getting on Will Smith talking about, yeah, you, you, you adding that cocoa brown bean into that beard, into the goatee. And, you know, that kind of hit home for some of us. I used to do that back in the day. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> bust a can of biscuits. I just, I just saw that in the chat. My bad, my bad. But, th- but that was the deal. That was the deal. And you know, but like I say, Martin's a huge star, and his neckline showed it. <laughs> it did. But back to it though. This movie, I'm, not, I'm trying my best not to spoil it. It's not bad. It has the explosions, not as many as, and the cinematic shots, not as many as Michael Bay had in the previous films, even though he did make a cameo appearance. He was not directing. It was not his direction. They did what they could. They had some decent things. And I will be honest, like I said, the biggest part that made this movie for me is the fact that they acknowledge that these two are middle-aged men and they were treating them as such through the movie. There's one scene, spoiler alert, where they trying to get in the club. And straight up, straight up, Will look as smooth, 
dressed to the T, could not get in the club because they looked at him and it was like, who daddy is you? <laughs> Pretty much. And I was like, wow. Now, I'm going to say, before I get to the questions, before I get to the questions, I'm going to go ahead and say, I'm not going to spoil the plot twist of the movie. I'm not going to say any of that. So you got to check out the movie. Okay. I'm going to give you my rating. Okay. The movie itself is a four out of five for your boy. It was good. It kept me entertained. It's not going to win any Oscars. This is not an award winning film. I'm telling you this. This is, I'm going to enjoy myself. I need to watch something blow up. I need to see some senseless violence. I need to see Will Smith and Martin Lawrence bickering back and forth, driving in a fast car, messing up fast cars, speeding around. I need to see a body count of villains. That is what you get. Okay. It has good elements. Will Smith doesn't want to show his age because he got into a couple of fight scenes in the movie and you can see he's still kind of throwing down. And then Martin Lawrence tries to get in a fight scene and got his butt whooped. (laughs) Got his butt whooped. So that's pretty much it. Check it out as a matinee. If you got a date night with that special someone, it's worth paying the money. Buy her some popcorn or buy him some popcorn and get your thing going. That's all I'm going to say. All right. Now, let's check this out. Couple of things you'll learn from this movie. Now, somebody asked me in the chat, how is the bad guy? The bad guy in the movie was conflicted. He had some issues. Now, here goes the thing. Part of the plot line basically goes back in time and they got a big revelation and it drives me crazy that they did a revelation like this because really the previous two movies, it's like, wow. We just going to retcon some stuff like this. So this is going to be it. This is interesting. This is cool. And there's some, there's some, there's some stuff going down. Is there an after credit scene in the movie? There's not so much an after credits, but right after the movie ends, they do a little stinger, which ends up pretty much being a setup for the fourth bad boys movie. Yes. Yes. Now, Truthfully, this should have been called Bad Boys 3. They made it Bad Boys for Life. Bad Boys for Life would have been real cool if they did it that way. Who knows if they are going to make the next movie. Don't know. That's a Sony thing. Sony's been doing their things with movies all along. As you can see, I got my fresh new Venom shirt. So, you know, Sony's making Venom. So, we don't know what's going on. Sony does what Sony wants to do when it comes to these movies. I'm just saying. That's how they roll. All right. But the bad guy, and I'm using the term bad guy as a gender inclusive, is off the chain. It's like, really? Really? Because there's multiple bad people in here. You got some cool appearances. Like I say, Michael Bay made a cameo. You got a cameo by my man, DJ Khaled. (laughs) Another one. Yeah, another one. And he did his thing in there. So it was kind of cool. It was awesome. The movie, it takes a couple of turns. There's a couple of tearjerker moments to make you feel sad. 
couple of things. There is a flashback to Bad Boys 2. A scene in Bad Boys 2, look out for it. It follows through. It comes, makes its way into this movie, which makes it pretty damn funny. That's one of the funniest parts of the movie that I, I dig and I, I was able to check out. Whew. But that's it, y'all. Four out of five. Bad Boys for Life. Peep it out. That's how it goes. Yo, as always, I'm going you know, to cut this one short because there's football on and I want to peep out some more football. You know, Super Bowl's coming up soon. It is what it is. So check this out, everybody. Check this out. I'm going to leave you with one piece of wisdom. One piece of wisdom. This wisdom can be considered a spoiler if you knew the context in which I am making it. But there's one piece of wisdom that I learned from this movie that all you single guys, any single guy in the audience needs to understand. And that is, never have unprotected sex with a married drug lord witch bitch. (laughs) Yo, I... I, (laughs) When you watch this movie, you'll understand what I'm talking about. Never have unprotected sex with a married drug lord witch bitch. Remember that. Anyway, just remember we're getting ready to get down to the Super Bowl. Once the Super Bowl teams are decided, I will make my annual Super Bowl picks. Go ahead, bet the house on it if you want, folks. Just give me a cut if you win. But anyway, everybody, thank you for joining me. I'm just going to end this. We're at about 20 minutes. I'm going to let that go. And as always, I'm going to ask you guys to do me one great favor. And you know what that great favor is? Remember, don't say anything bad about anybody. If you need to, just let me know. I'll say it for you. Peace, y'all. And I'm out of here. Let me drop this music. Let me drop this music. Kansas City wins. That's one team. Let's see who's going to play them. Peace, y'all. And I'm out of here.